So apparently I have a weird fascination for cannibalism or just like the topic of cannibals. Let, let me alliterate, okay? Because I feel like you're looking at me and you're just like, what the fuck? I'm intrigued by the topic of cannibalism. Mainly because it's not a conversation one has with a sophisticated person. Not even just sophisticated person, just like a normal human being. No one just goes around and be like, yeah, I talk about cannibalism. Like, it's such a taboo topic that only like scientists or historians really talk about it. It's such a taboo conversation, even among true crime. And I'm out here just being like, listen, it fascinates me. People behind it it fascinates me. I feel like there are two different kinds of cannibals, right? The ones who are forced to survive and then they turn to cannibalism and then there's the people that are like whack jobs, right? For example, the whack jobs that I'm talking about, it's Albert Fish, right? That was from my last episode. But now this week, we're going to talk about a cannibal couple who is even more of a whack job. And this is actually a very recent case. The, the couple that was actually incarcerated in 2017 and the guy actually just died like three years ago. So it's like very relatively new. You know how like most couples when they get married, they have like these really nice wedding vows. They're just like till death to us part in sickness and in health. Well, this couple really took like the sickness and in health part and like just ran with it. I mean, literally these, this couple is a psychiatrist wet dream. Like I, I can't explain any like how like it's just these people whack jobs to the finest not really the finest like they were the worst people i've i've ever had the displeasure of reading okay so before we go on i just want to say that um trigger warning we are talking about cannibals today so therefore we're going to get into some really gruesome details however i'm going to try to keep this episode as short and light as possible mainly because last week we really we went into like the pits with that one i'm talking if rock bottom had a basement that that was it Not another scary story. Okay, so let's talk about this couple, starting with Dimitri. So who is Dimitri? My guy was born in January 28th of 1982 in southern part of Russia. His mom took one look at him and kind of knew, like, he was going to be an off kid. So she's like, you're going to the orphanage, which, ooh, bummer, like, been there. <laughs> For those who don't know, I was I was chucked off in the orphanage. Yes, it's sad, very sad. Anyways, she couldn't really take care of him mainly because of financial reasons and also like the dad wasn't in the picture. This also was Russia. And I feel like Russia was going through communism 24-7. So just keep that in mind. I mean, in the town that I was born in, I was literally came out of the womb where communism ended. So when he was three, he was eventually adopted by Svetlana and Vladimir. Growing up, it was said that he was shy and he was a bit of a loner, which there's nothing wrong with that. Listen, I'm an introvert. Go introverts. We love loners, okay? They tend to be really cool people, actually. When he was 15, his adopted mother passed away from cancer. And so it was just him and his adopted father who ended up being pretty abusive to him and when he was 15 his adopted father like kicked him out of the house he was just like bye you're gone essentially props to dimitri because you know he tried to vibe through all that but you can only vibe so much in a country that does shit to its people so he ended up becoming homeless and in order to survive he ended up stealing one day he ended up stealing a car which gets him caught and thrown in prison and because he has already a very rough relationship with his adoptive father there wasn't a lot of people didn't come and see him which i can't imagine just how isolating that is especially when you're in prison and you're 15 years old the only family you have is someone who kicked you out on the street and no one comes to visit you that's just 
I would be depressed, man. So like, I get it. A couple years after his releasement, he does end up finding a job as a construction worker. He does get some good luck in his sad life and so he's got a roof over his head he's getting money he's working he seems he seems to be vibing his personal life honestly reminds me of my own life because except for the fact that i do have a personality and not the urge to straight up murder people and eat them but that's down that's down the road we're, we're, we're gonna get to that in a minute but anyway people say that he liked to keep to himself and that he was very unclean and not very tidy which i want to point out before everyone comes and jumps down my throat just because you're unclean or not very tidy does not make you any less of a person and just just to be clear but there's a saying out there that just goes a room reflects your mental state so there's that it just speaks a lot if your hygiene isn't up to par listen i've been there i've been really depressed where i've like haven't cleaned myself in days and my room is a shit show and that's because i was depressed my point is saying before you jump up my ass just throwing out there one of the signs of mental distress is being unclean and untidy and not just for like a couple days but for like a long time and this guy was not clean okay you know what i'm just gonna move on so he he liked to frequent bars and just talk to really intoxicated people even though people are throwing up and down the walls and saying like he didn't drink he wasn't a drinker at all so he would just find someone who was really drunk and would just go up and talk to them and i feel like you know because i haven't been there so i wouldn't know but i'm just saying like i feel I feel like I would be a bit more comfortable talking to someone who's not going to be as judgmental. I've been to a bar once and I went into the bathroom, right? And when I tell you the kindest people I ever met were like the drunk girls. Like I, and I wasn't drunk. I was just watching my friend and I was helping her to the bathroom and they're like, your outfit is slay. You're so cool. Like, oh my God, girl, I love you. Slay queen. You're such a queen, which I just was like, in my overalls with like food and like i just look like i came straight out of a horror show but yet they made me feel like a million bucks so i get why he would want to speak to people that were intoxicated he ends up meeting natalia there Ooh, who's natalia can we please talk about her who is this girl okay let's get into natalia because she's a little bit batshit crazy which this is coming from someone who's also a little bit batshit crazy, but not to that level. Like, she's schizo level of batshit crazy. And before you guys come at me and be like, why are you being so mean and rude about these people? Listen, I'm not the one who straight up murdered a bunch of people and ate them. So let me bully them, okay? It's good to be humbled once in a while. So Natalia was born in the same area that Dimitri was. She was also born in January 25th of 1975. So she was just born like a couple days before Dimitri was. Coincidence? I think not. She was seven years his senior. She was raised by her mom and granny. And then when she was in like a mid-teen, her mother did pass away. And so she was left in the care of her grandmother. Not a lot was really said about what happened to the grandmother. Talia did end up moving out when she was an adult. And she always had the dream of being a doctor. So she ended up graduating high school and got into medical school in Cuban. Where she, as an adult, she ended up being a senior nurse in the sanitation department in Krasnodar. So if you're like me and don't know Jack shit about a lot of things i went on google to figure out what sanitation department is like what that looks like essentially according to google basic sanitation is defined as having access to facilities for safe disposal of human waste as well as having the ability to maintain hygienic conditions through services such as garbage collection industrial hazard waste management and wastewater treatment and disposal which i think are like it nobody really thinks about it but that's like probably one of the most honorable jobs one could have out there because how many people can just like 
really go and do that. I mean, I pick up my dog shit and I'm like, Ooh. so people who work in that field and department, hats off to you. I feel like you need a million dollar raise. So in the work area, she ended up meeting her first husband at an aviation school where she was working at. And her first husband was an officer, didn't get a name for this guy. So we're just going to call him John. So John and Natalia, they ended up, they dated and then they ended up getting married. And at 23, they had the first son together. Shortly after she had her first child, her husband passed away. I can't imagine what like what one goes through when losing their spouse, especially at such an early age. And when you just had a child together. So she was really depressed. And the way she handled it was she started to drink. But drinking wasn't really helping. And so she ended up doing a lot of drugs. And we both know that doing those like at the same time, it's a big no-no and a lot of crazy shit ends up happening. Personally, I wouldn't know because I've never been drunk or high, but I can't imagine like you go in for a spin of an adventure. I'm talking like Alice in Wonderland kind of spin or do you just nap? Anyways, she did both is what I'm trying to say. Can you tell I have ADHD? My God. During this time, she stops caring about herself and her child and just kind of lets everything fall into shambles. And so to fix this, she's like, I need help. And she ends up checking herself into a mental hospital, which good on you, girl. We love a mental health queen. I mean, personally, I should have done that years ago, but I am too stubborn to do that. Also, I feel like if I did check myself into a mental institution, they just kick me right out because I'd accidentally cause like revolutions or a fire. Listen, I'm a pyromaniac. I'm an Aries. I like to play with matches. My point is, oh my god, maybe I should have been put in the psych ward a long time ago. So anyways, she's in the asylum, which they don't call mental hospitals that anymore. Apparently that's a old term to use. Anyways, she's in there. She's just vibing. And then Natalia's like, guys, so I'm like a little schizo and a bit manic. I think you should test me out. So like a bunch of doctors end up running a shit ton of tests on her. And they're like, yeah, no, you're good. So they end up releasing her. Guys, can I just throw something out there? Just like a little side note. So apparently people all over Reddit. I know, right? I'm getting my sources from Reddit. Listen, there's some people out there who have some great theories out there on Reddit. And because this is a not that well known of a case and it's in Russian. Um, I'm just going to vibe with what people are saying on Reddit. But here's the theory that's going around on Reddit saying that she just wanted to leave a paper trail for just in case. Essentially, she just wanted to have this on her record that she went to the mental hospital to get psychiatric help. So now that she's out of the hospital, she's like, guys, I've got so much time on my hands now. So she's like going around going to these bars. And at one of these bars, she meets this man. Mm -hmm. You guessed it. She met Dimitri. Ooh la la. So they're living it up. They're swapping stories. She's like, yeah, I'm seven years older than you. And he's like, cool beans. I'm just happy to really be here. And she's like, yeah, my husband recently passed. And he's like, man, I'm working in construction. She's like, yeah, I got a kid. And he's like, well, I don't really clean my bathroom that much. And she's like, well, I have an extra room. I know you and I have both been there where like we know some couples that have just met and then they instantly hit it off and like, boom, six months later, they're married. This is that couple, okay? So after they end up meeting, he ends up moving in with her and they ended up dating for like five and a half years and then finally they put a ring on it. But of course you're like, um, what about the kid? And you're just like, who's the kid? The kid, you know, Natalia's firstborn child. So essentially her son ended up moving out because he wasn't really into his mom's new husband and he was kind of embarrassed that you know, his mom kept drinking a lot. But yeah, anyways, he pissed out in the town. He's like, bye mom, y'all can do your crazy shit together. I'm out of here. So now it's just these two. And they ended up moving because Dimitri was having a hard time keeping a job as well as Natalia because she got drinking a lot and so they're like we should move if we move we can have we can find new jobs so they ended up moving new house new you i guess pop off it's now september 11th 2017 yeah 
this was a, a recent case what the actual mother effing tits i was like i was 21 years old when this like started happening what were you guys doing at 21 because i think i was like i just got out of college but one day a bunch of road men were just working on the road you know making pavements and they come across something shiny they're like oh what is that that looks so cool so they like they come up to it and they're like oh it's a phone you guys we should check it out so they ended up checking the phone out and because you know they were curious like everyone else they immediately went into the photos file boy did they need therapy after they opened up the photos apps because bruh they weren't even through the second photo when they were like omg is that a dismembered hand in some guy's mouth yep you heard that right so this freaks them out and they get the police involved and the police come they take the phone and they're like going through these photos and they're like yeah this isn't a halloween party gone wrong like this is this is worse than that um and trust me when i say it got worse it got worse because i saw the photos online you're like how the what is going on yeah so apparently the photos on the phone were leaked online you can actually see these photos it is very very gruesome um so if you have a very weak stomach i suggest not looking this up listen i don't know why i did this but after i i saw these photos i had to take a really long walk and after that walk i came home and i sat down and watched some veggie tales because Honestly, those photos, that shit took me out. This is where the trigger warning comes in. So if you're eating anything, I suggest you put it down or you walk away. So in these photos, there were a lot of dismembered body parts, wigs, canned jars of human flesh, and it was just everywhere. Like you could smell just death through these photos. The police, they ended up picking the phone apart and then they found out that the phone belonged to none other than Dimitri. And so they're driving around trying to find this guy and his wife and they end up coming across them. And so they're like, hey guys, we need to talk to you spill some tea tell me a story what are what the fuck are these photos so they end up taking them to the police station and they start interrogating them they first interrogate natalia and natalia ends up playing stupid even after the authorities showed her the photos she's just out there being like an airhead she's like what what are you talking about what are these what's a photo what's a phone i plead the fifth you know that bullshit so they ended up questioning about her husband they're like is he abusive? Does he have violent tendencies? Has he killed anyone before? Why are you shaking your head no and rolling your eyeballs? Miss ma'am, you're about to go to jail right now, so you better start singing. And the entire time, she's just sitting there spacing out and very emotionless and pretending like she doesn't know what they're talking about. She's like, sorry, I don't speak Russian. I only speak English. And we're like, bitch, what the fuck? So she's just literally hitting them with, uh, I have no clue what you're talking about to actually weird thing. But I was walking home, right? And I see this dead body just chilling in a bush call me crazy but um so anyways i took photos of it okay i'm just paraphrasing okay clearly you can tell this is not exactly what she said but she did say that she was walking home and she saw a dead body in a bush and she started taking selfies end of story and like the entire time the cops are just looking at her and being like yeah you are full of shit so natalia is no fucking help i mean the cops have better time talking to a brick wall than with her so they end up searching the house that dimitri and natalia stayed in and guys have you ever seen like those like youtube videos cleaners come in to like quarters homes and they just like clean it's very therapeutic and very satisfying to watch or like tlc right where they have like the hoarder show this was it this couple could have been on the hoarder show but no instead they wanted to be fucking weird and kill a bunch of people and eat them the place was a mess like it was a cockroach's wet dream and you're probably like sophia be nice sometimes hoarders cannot help it it's a reflection of their mental state well fuck off they killed a bunch of people they murdered people in this home and i'm gonna drag their asses for it you can see photos of their home i mean clothes were everywhere pots and pans were in the bedroom like it was just an actual shit show but it wasn't that that disturbed the cops the most nope it was the fact that they found a pile of cell 
cell phones with a bunch of photos. And so the cell phones are found in this junk drawer with a bunch of photos and they're just like looking through these photos and it starts off like wholesome, right? These photos were like, oh, pictures of mom and dad, pictures of a dandelion, pictures of a dog. I don't know. It was just, it started off normal and then it went from there to like, it went from 10 to 100 because all of a sudden they're seeing photos of a dismembered body. I'm talking about there was a photo of a, of some, a victim's head on a silver platter with olives in the eye socket and just oranges circling around the decapitated head. I saw the picture. It's there. Listen, I'm pretty sure nearly headless neck from Harry Potter even went, <laughs> you took that one too far. Sorry, I'm just trying to diffuse the tension. So when you look at the date on the photograph, it was taken in 1999. And remember, this is 2017. So I was like shitting in my pants because during 1993, what? I was three years old when that photo was taken. I was just vibing in the orphanage and bumfuck blah, blah, blah. So my point is, so if the date was in 1999, it was now 2017, how many other victims were murdered, butchered, and consumed between that time frame? Like how many more? Like was that their first victim? Was that their 10th victim? So now the cops, they mosey on over to the microwave in the fridge and they're just checking it out. And then they see this wig, right? Now, if you're like me and you've seen enough horror movies and you're inside a killer's den, you know that that's not just a wig. You could not pay me enough to have that, this kind of job. The cops pull up to this wig and they're like, look at this wig. Plot twist, it's not a wig. So this wig actually was hair that belonged to a woman and they found out that the woman was scalped. So this was hair from a victim. I told you this was gonna be rough. I can see you're grimacing. I'm so sorry. So the cops, they go and they open up the fridge, which I'm already like, you might as well do the holy three. You went through the junk drawers and the microwave. You might as well do the fridge. So they're looking through the fridge and they're just like, what the fuck are all these jars? Listen, my mom, she grows this beautiful garden, right? And she pickles a lot of the produce and she grows. And I'm talking about like from cucumbers to tomatoes to corn to watermelon. She pickles them. But you know what she doesn't pickle? Because she's like a normal human being. Yeah. You guessed it, humans. No, apparently Dimitri and Natalia thought they were not like other girls because in these jars were human body parts. Let that sink in for a second. They had jars upon jars stacked in color order of different human body parts. These were their victims put in mason jars. What the fuck? And on a serious note, I feel like there's no amount of therapy or time off the clock that would ever heal these investigators and police. Like, can you just put yourself in their shoes for a second and just try to think of what they're going through? Because I saw these photos for a split second uh, and I was very um, disturbed to the point where like, again, I had to watch kid shows to feel something but they had to be in this room filled with death and they have to go through every single cupboard every single drawer and the fridge not knowing what they're going to see what's gonna pop up around the corner i cannot imagine what they had to go through or how they like try to move on past that so because there were so many human body parts in the fridge the cops ended up taking the entire fridge to the station as evidence they're like just cart the entire thing we might as well so they took the fridge into the labs and found that there was approximately what 19 different body parts that were removed from the victims i'm talking fingers ears nose a lot of body parts some of them were pickled in jars and a lot of them were also put in the freezer and you know what takes the cake in this case it's not the fact that they had pictures 
of the victims or a bunch of the victims' body parts in the fridge or freezer. It was the fact that the cops ended up finding a recipe book and you're like, yeah, recipe book, Martha Stewart. No, in fact, this recipe book was written by Natalia. It was how to dismember your victim and make a feast out of them. Yeah, and if you think that was the worst thing, uh, wait till you hear this next bit apparently they found a video a tutorial on how to skin slice and dice a human being and and you thought baba yaga was a myth out here listen they had a video a tutorial of how to murder someone and then make a meal out of them i refused to find this video because i could not do that like the pictures were enough for me so i don't really know what's strictly on this video because I got this information from the Russian articles, but apparently it was said that it was either Natalia or Dimitri who was just standing in the kitchen doing the step-by-step -step making the dish out of a human being. So with all of this in tow, they have enough evidence to throw the book, the bookshelf on the wall behind the bookshelf at the couple. So they start making arrests and they go after Natalia first because they were like, ladies first. So they were like, Natalia, what the fuck are these? what the actual furk so they ended up showing her photos that they found um in her house of the different victim body parts and they're like start singing what is this and so she just like word vomits she's just like she ends up identifying 30 different victims from the photos that she and her husband dismembered and ate. And you want to know what's the craziest plot twist of it all? Was the fact that the people that she was identifying and naming were the same people that were going missing over the years in that area. She ended up even confessing that she and Dimitri had made a cellar. She said, we're going to go catacomb style. They made the cellar and that they would hide their victims' bodies. So now let's roll over to Dimitri's cell, right? We're, we're trying to figure out what the fuck he was on and what he has to say about this because Natalia did her singing, let's hear him chirping. So he just started babbling away. He was like, it was September 8th of 2017. Uh, keep in mind, Dimitri was 35 at this time and Natalia was 42. He ended up getting like this hinge version of a dating app downloaded. He would use this app to lure his victims. So they ended up meeting a woman who came in good faith to get some drinks have a good time with both him and natalia and it was said that natalia during this time was really jealous of how dimitri and her the the woman were flirting natalia wasn't a girl's girl apparently so she got jealous and she ends up storming out and like first of all like i've seen pictures of dimitri why are you fighting over this man he looks like a thumb there's more appeal in a naked mole rat than this man and again before you like sophia that's really mean look up look him up look at this dude up he literally looks like a thumb so anyways again natalia's pissed she's jealous so she ended up leaving and because dimitri was deranged he allegedly he pulls out a knife and then starts stabbing this poor victim and the entire time natalia's like oh no no honey don't stab her that's not nice don't do that but she was literally watching this entire thing go down and according to him natalia actually was the one that also helped with the murder but according to natalia she was like no i was just on the sidelines telling him don't stab her the point was she was a key witness and he murdered this woman it was shortly after murdering this woman this victim that the next day the phone was lost and then it was that day that the roundman discovered it and brought it to the police so the cops were like dimitri what like what were you thinking why would you do something like that and he honestly just responds with i did something stupid oh, what come again excuse me i'm not gonna say anything i'm just gonna keep going 
going with this case because if I stop to say anything more on that quote, I, I'll make a scene and my neighbors don't need to hear me making a scene about this guy. So the investigators ended up throwing them in prison. So remember how I shared part of the story where Natalia um, placed herself in an insane asylum because she was like, guys, I'm schizo. Well, this is where like that Reddit and my theory come into play. Um, she demanded to see a psychiatrist and show them from her medical records that she was insane. And a part of me wonders that before she met Dimitri, has she killed people before and the way to get out of a severe sentence was to play I'm insane? From our last case, Albert Fish, how he tried to plead insanity to reduce the level of his sentence. Well, she was she was literally trying to do the same thing, but except it didn't work because the doctors were like, there's a cliff note here that says that you were fine and you were just being dramatic and you're actually mentally sane, which to me, I don't know how anyone can be mentally sane to go on a murder spree and kill over 30 people, eat them, and then make a YouTube video and a recipe book, but like, I digress. Point being is she's insanely sane. She was of sound mind and body when she committed these crimes. And also they brought in like the world's best doctors and psychiatrists and they literally were straight up like, yeah, she is mentally fine. Give her the full sentence. So this trial, the investigators, like I said, brought in the big guns. They brought in the best doctors, the investigators, psychiatrists, anyone you can think of that was really good in this kind of department of the job they brought in because this was a one of a kind situation. No one has ever seen something like this. They were the Jeffrey Dahmer couple of Russia. So the trial happens and the verdict has been read. Natalia was sentenced up to 10 years in penal colony and one and a half years in prison. For those who don't know, a penal colony is a prison located separately from civilization. So think of an island. It's like maximum security prison, but with like really, really bad, horrible living conditions. And Dmitri was sentenced to 12 years and two months in maximum security prison. How the fuck did they get such little sentencing? I mean, I just want to know like how did they get 10 they should have gotten life they had enough evidence that and they the thing that confuses me the most is the fact that they brought in all of these professionals right why the fuck did she get 10 years and him 12 that should that should be automatically straight up death penalty i'm like I don't know. <laughs> I'm like losing my goddamn mind over here being like, how the fuck did they get such little time? In jail though, Dimitri did end up passing away on February 16th, 2020. Apparently he died of untreated type one diabetes. Not to be that one person, but to be that one person respectfully, I hope he did get shanked in jail a couple of times. Um, But as far as I know, Natalia is still vibing in jail. Ugh, this case really makes me hate people. What are your thoughts? Cause for me, well, this one was just batshit fucking crazy. Uh, it wasn't the worst one I've heard if I'm being completely honest but this one disturbed me a lot mainly because these assholes literally didn't get caught for like over 20 years and i feel like that there are more victims that they didn't identify and the fact that this was a recent case also again it boggles my mind that the fact that these two didn't get life in prison what the fuck also i feel like you have to be on some kind of like some level of insanity for just going on a murder spree and murdering a bunch of people and then just eating them and not just let's say they didn't eat them why would you keep your victims placed around your room like it just i just don't understand people sometimes and the thing is this is something i've come to understand is that if you get to the level of understanding you've gone too far so try not to understand why they did this i think it's good to be intrigued and throw some questions around do some digging if you ever find yourself like yeah i understand exactly what they felt therapy mental health institution get some help so yeah don't ever get to that state of mind where you're like wait a minute i do understand because that's a red flag in my opinion not that anybody asked 
for it. Anyways, thanks so much for listening to this episode. Stay hydrated, be kind to yourselves, and I'll see you for the next episode of Not Another Scary Story. Not Another Scary Story.